Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. Cool, hey everyone. Um, yeah, Andy and Dave uh, from Evertrack HQ again. Um Tuesday tune in. This is the the kind of last but one before Christmas, um, which is nuts. I can't believe we're almost in Christmas, Dave. Yeah, we got one more left, right? One more left um, next week, um, which is going to be quite a cool one. But um, today, yeah, we thought about. I, I think next week where we're going to do sort of stocking fillers, that sort of thing. Mm. This week we were thinking about tech and uh, around tech that you could use on a trek. Um, you know, which could be things like cameras, uh, you know, anything electrical really um, yeah. rely on, which is, uh, you know, uh, numbered uh, is quite big numbers. We on a trip There's always te different technology that comes out. Yeah. yeah. We thought, uh, let's talk about that this week. And um, yeah, that's where we are. So, yeah, good to see some familiar names. If you if you have uh, if you join us on the live, do say hello. Hey, David, uh, Lord James, uh, Pablo, Sinead, Mark, Simon, Aid. Great to have you um, all on. So, yeah, anyone who's on, do let us know you're there. Um, always great to see who's on the live. Um, yeah, we've had some questions come in um, on the email, um, which we'll tackle in a bit. But we'll start off with the uh, – which we start off, Dave, today? Uh, um, well, yeah, let's, let's – I mean, I suppose Go we deep. do just uh, – uh, yeah, we're going to talk about sort of the different types of um, equipment stuff. There are different levels of techies on the hill, you know. I think um, yeah. I'm I'm probably the lower end of the techie sort of spectrum. Andy is like a Decepticon, you know. When he sees a picture, he kind of opens <laughs> up, um, and there's like hundreds of like yeah, like cameras, lenses, you know, all that sort of stuff. Where like my camera is um, it's right here. That's the only camera I have. Um, actually, wrong with that? That's a lie. Actually, that's a lie because my new one arrived today. Um, You've got a GoPro today, right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, it, it's like show and tell. We know we love a show and tell. So today, yeah, bought bought my new GoPro. Um, nice. yeah, the GoPro, uh, the GoPro nine in here. Very excited. Haven't used it yet. Um, but yeah, I suppose we can start off with cameras and which are probably the biggest and one of the ones we get the most questions about. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah. Any, any members of camera club out there, as we like to call it. Um, and usually there's a, what's the noise, Dave, whenever you, you I know on a couple of tracks we've been doing and if I'm off taking a picture, all I hear is Dave do it. So <laughs> literally that, that's the, that's the, uh, the camera noise. So basically whenever, when someone, whenever someone sees like a photo opportunity, you know, you, you, you let loose of the, and then, like I said, then the, then the transformers, Decepticons, whatever they all, all of a sudden it's like, like lenses and it's wow sound effects you know, really coming out today dave I'm yeah where, where i go <laughs> very good very good it's um yeah it's quite interesting because you do get like uh, you know uh, different levels of, of techies on the um on the track and yeah i i, I kind of uh probably at you know, upper level i kind of i've always got some sort of new gadget or gizmo but yeah cameras so you can you can go a bit nuts with cameras, um, but it's always worth sort of thinking in um, you know thinking in the back of your mind about weight because you know um, taking some camera gear, especially if you've got like a decent size, maybe sort of five to ten year old uh, DSLR, they can be quite weighty, and especially if you've got yeah. lenses. Um, yeah, hey Mick, hey Tommy, Julie, Karen, Scott, Chris, great to see you on the live. Um, yeah, so with with lenses, then it's always good. I mean, I always think right. It, especially if you go into Nepal um, and Kili, thinking about it, can be quite dusty. So 
you don't want to carry too many lenses, really, if you're taking a DSLR. Um, I always think, you know, get a good all-rounder lens, one that, you know, you can you can take some nice people shots as well as landscape. But if you're really into it and you've got sort of, you know, a secondary lens you want to take, um, it can be quite difficult. If you want some close-ups of the mountain, you know, maybe you need a telephoto lens or yeah. even if you're looking at a wide angle because you've got some big, uh, you know, valleys there um, or, or glens uh, if you're from Scotland. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've got some really big or comes yeah yeah depending on where you're from yeah um you know where you've got some amazing landscapes to take picture of so yeah a wide angle lens is is definitely um on the cards there are I, i've seen a few um i mean i know there's a lot of keen photographers uh, in the evertracker group um and let us know if there's anything that kind of works for you um like attachment wise because i mean if you've got um you know a nikon uh, or a sony uh, or a canon you know, there's obviously heaps of sort of high-end DSLR cameras, but I know you can get some wide-angle attachments that you can add to a normal lens that can give you a bit of extra viewing space. Um, so, yeah, let us know if there's any of those that you kind of prefer. I mean, I've got a Nikon. Um, it's a bit bulky. I've had it a couple of years. Um, and, yeah, I've got a couple of attachments, a couple of lenses, and that kind of does me fine. Uh, I've got a telephoto lens. Uh, you know, I've got a uh, like an 18 to 55 millimeter lens. I don't want to go too deep into the sort of lens mm. details, um, but yeah, that an all rounder is always good because instead of having loads where dust could potentially get in when you keep on changing these lenses, that can cause issues. I've seen a lot of uh, people um, uh, have issues with dust uh, on their camera lenses. So yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, you know, because it can cause. Yeah, I actually use a. I actually use a, um, it's like a Carl, Carl Zeiss lens. Um, it's like a triple camera lens, <laughs> with a flash and a wide angle. It's got a wide angle on there. Um, pretty good zoom. Um, well, mate, these these are um, very underrated. I, 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 you could you I, could get away with it. I do find with the dust sometimes I have to. Um... <laughs> and, <you> know... <laughs> Yeah. I've seen I've seen some lenses, mind uh, on the trails, mind my God, like one of them I saw one time, like he had a lens so long, he had to have like a little stand on the end of it to kind of like. Hold it up. I mean, I don't know what he's taking pictures of, individual pebbles on Amada Blam, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading through the comments. I know um, I'm going to give a little uh, shout out to, to Ramona because I, I know she had um, you know some a close call this week. So yeah, I hope you're okay, Ramona, and, and you're on the men, mate um yeah it must have been um a bit sort of scary and mad but uh <laughs> what did ever tracks well i'm just reading some of the uh some of the uh notes on here but ramona yeah mate glad you're still with us uh you yeah. know lots of adventures to be had mate so uh yeah uh look i hope you're okay and let us know how you're doing you know absolutely uh, absolutely um, and um oh mark van rossum recognizing the quadlock brilliant isn't it um quadlock by the way actually i didn't didn't Matt, thank you for ringing it up, Matt, because I never thought of it. Um, so I use the quad lock thing, which is a great little sort of um, locking device on the back of your case. If you can't find the exact case, they do sell one that just sticks to the back of any case. And then they've got a load of different attachments here that it just kind of like goes on, clicks in place. So that's primarily for the bike, armband for running, chest, head, anywhere you want to put it, including lots of things that you can take um, take with you to take secure pictures. Like if you're hanging your camera over the Hillary Bridge or whatever, which a lot of people do to get a picture of it, um, it's not going to fall off. So, right. yeah. That is great though, isn't it? You're thinking, wow, 
you know, I mean, I, I've done some selfies behind attachment. I'd be thinking, okay, is that takes us a bit of wind and you're on. Oh, mate, these are good. I've crashed my bike and yeah. um, I've managed to come off the bike, but this has stayed on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I should try and get a quad lock from my saddle. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. No, it's, it's great to see so many people on today. Um, people just love gadgets and gizmos, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So cameras. So we've covered a little bit of cameras there. You've got the GoPro. GoPro. You've got the 9, haven't you? Is that the GoPro 9? Yeah, so I just bought this. The only reason I bought the 9 because there wasn't a huge price difference between the 9 and the 8. So you right. figure you may as well go for the 9. Um, so I went for this arrived yesterday. So you're still in still in sort of wrapper. GoPro uh, 9 uh, Black. Very um, nice. They had a pretty good deal on it. Like if you signed up for like GoPro service for a year or something, yeah. 100 quid off. So it's got loads of little yeah. cool attachments in there. What I'm most interested in is the um, is like the stabilizing effect on it. So when you're walking or riding, normally yeah. you get that sort of bumpy feel. And I know with the older um, GoPros have always been really good ever since the first iteration. I know Andy, you've had GoPro like since since Mac One <laughs> GoPro, right? <laughs> I've got some older ones. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're still really good. I mean, they were always yeah, awesome, but nowadays, yeah, silly technology. Yeah, but the um, like walking with them and stuff like that, they're so smooth now. And riding with them, they take such a like a, a lot of that bounce away. So actually, you can see what you're doing whilst also looking at the perfectly yeah. like smooth trail ahead of you. So yeah, really good. You'll see. I think GoPro probably one of the most popular things you'll see on like every single trail. Yeah, um, you always see them on the track, don't you? I mean, we use some on Killy and you know on Trek to Everest. Numerous times, and you always see you always see them on there, and all the different attachments that come with it, and they're great. Um, yeah, GoPro Eight, Mark. I've I've got the same. I've got the Eight. Um, I've used it with a, a gimbal, without a gimbal. To be honest, it doesn't really need a gimbal. Um, <laughs> stuff I've seen because it's so smooth, unbelievably smooth. But um, yeah, um, I, Dave, Dave, um, Jerome was asking, how much was that GoPro? Um, good question, Jerome. <laughs> um, Do you know how much it was? I think it was about two hundred and forty pounds, something like that. Something really? Like that. I'll for find out. Nine. That is a mate. That, that sounds cheap. Let, let me find out for you, uh, Jerome. So I, I should pay more attention, really. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, so let me have a quick. I think it was about two hundred and forty pounds, something like that. So um, let's have a quick look. So the total. I, I'm totally wrong. It was three hundred and thirty pounds. Okay, it was still um, really but, good. But, though. I, I'm just um so i actually 330 pound was more than that to be honest with you we, um the gopro itself yeah and then i got uh the chest strap um and a couple of other things so basically yeah. the total discount i got online was 197.50 nice. um from buying the gopro 9 in a bundle and then i got a couple of um things on there so actually they've got really good deals on there gopro have always been incredibly well priced um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, James was saying that. He told Yeah, it was cheaper than that, Dave, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. very yeah, good. Um, the same thing, like including the subscription, yeah. the storage, and a few extras. Yeah, so pretty, pretty much the same thing. And then I got the yeah. strap as well that was on offer. So yeah, yeah, nice. And uh, GoPros are are brilliant. Um, you know, you won't go far wrong. I, I know you can. There's a lot of it's sort of autos to sort of fisheye, but I know you can change that now on on the eights and the nines. I think all of them. But, um, you know, definitely. So it, it takes it from a wide angle to, to, to more of a sort of normal shot. But they're amazing. Um, but, yeah, looking at um, – I, I, Diane put a really good point on here. We I, we got a, a little post going out after uh, about 2.30 around the new height of Everest, which, um, yeah, I think we it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We have to talk about that, Dave, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean yeah, it's, it's too high for me now. Um, that was just like – that was on the cusp for me. Yeah, nearly a, nearly a meter higher. 
Um, and actually, you know, with the um, uh, uh, the negative aspects of climate change, with the glacier shrinking, its prominence is probably going to be even much bigger, you know, because base yeah, camp is, uh, you know, if that continues to happen. Um, I'm seeing lots yeah. of comments here, actually. Dave Vibbert is in buying a, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, should have said that. And, um, and how flush am I? Not flush whatsoever, Amanda. Um, I think the, the word is, um, what's it, irresponsible. <laughs> is what that is. Dave, you always know what you're spending, so I'm surprised. But mate, yeah, no, it's because I I, I, I treated myself to a couple of things and um, I couldn't remember how much. But um, yeah, irresponsible, not flush. <laughs> well, look, um, yeah, with the, with the new height of Everest, uh, was it 89 centimeters more? I think uh, I'm glad they they kept the uh, the 8848 bit because otherwise all the, all those t-shirts and mugs would need reprinting, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, AA8 vodka as well, AA48 vodka. Yeah, uh, that's, that's it. it. Ramona's hit the nail on the head in terms of it growing. Tectonic, tectonic plate. Yeah. Oh, isn't that plate tectonics? Uh, either or. I think uh, when I was in uh, GCSE or uh, A-level geography, I did. Yeah. You can get away with uh, any version of it, Dave. But um, Yeah, exactly. So God, quest, question for you, And Okay, got yeah. all this tech. You know, I've got five DSLRs. I've got 62 lenses. I've got 22 GoPros, five phones. How am I going to charge them, mate? What's going on? I'm going well, to it's, uh, it's, it's funny you say that, Dave, uh, because <laughs> uh, I think there's a couple of uh, little sneaky little uh, comments on here around one of our favorite things we talk about, especially you when it comes to um, Amazon Prime, Dave. Love Amazon Prime. Is Prime your Day. power banks, right, Dave? Yeah, power banks. Yeah, I see Jerome has actually mentioned uh, the one already. So, yeah, the 26,800 anchor power core is a big, juicy boy. Um, yeah. provides loads and loads of power. I think I've got, to be honest, I, I just keep getting them um, because they're so useful. And actually, people know that I've got them now. So I provide Andy with power, Steve, the cameraman, with power. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's my own fault for bringing five of them. But, um, yeah, they're brilliant. They're really good. And to be honest with you, they've sort of – yeah. now I have those, I actually don't worry about any power at all, anywhere, ever. You know, like even like in the hotels, if I haven't got an adapter, although Andy does have a good adapter. Um, I do. Uh, got, which does come into it sometimes, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, so they're brilliant on the mountains. I did, you know, I've not even found that they've lost too much power when it comes to like temperature wise and stuff like that. Yeah. So we took them up to Killy and we had some really cold nights on Killy. Um, I've taken them to Nepal and had some really cold nights and stuff like that. And, um, I did find the 26800 lasted most of uh, an 11-day EBC trip, but if you're charging it every night, you will need a second one. Um, but also, to be honest, in a lot of the different places, even at Gorek Chef, we had power in the room one time. It's intermittent, um, and I yeah. plugged it in at night, and by the morning, my 20, you know, I had almost a full charge on it. So, um, yeah, there is uh, ways and means to get it as well. And, yeah. um, actually, you know, uh, Dave Clifter just mentioned something as well. Yeah, we yeah. should say the tragic news of uh, Doug Scott um yeah good point although yeah. although uh you know what a life yeah that's why i put a post up this morning about it and it was um yeah i mean i never never got to meet um doug at all but i know um a lot of people who had um i know some of our guys in nepal have, have worked with doug in the past because you know they've been, they've been around for a bit you know some of our guides um and the owners of the people we use in nepal and uh, they said he was a lovely guy uh but yeah it's you know um another british kind of legend gone this year but um you know I, I think we also have to look at his life and celebrate it in a way and you know it's never nice is it when when that happens but we have to certainly he's, he's got the life to celebrate there i mean what a journey right what an amazing journey oh hey paula always late but worth the wait yes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's uh one of those things uh, isn't it um you know all these 
famous mountaineers and, and and some of them that sort of leave us too soon. But uh, yeah, I was going through some pictures of uh, of Doug the, this morning, and um, especially some of the the things that he's done regarding helping Nepal because he was um, big big on on not only climbing Nepal but helping them. And yeah. uh, he set up uh, what was that uh, the charity? Um, I know I shared it on Facebook this morning, but he he was. Uh, some of the villages we've we've passed through wouldn't be as developed as they are without his help. You know, he's not the only one, but he, he did a lot of work. Um, you know, to develop the region. Yeah. It was a community uh, action Nepal. That's it. Yeah, nice, Dave. Um, you know, I know he set that up, right? Is uh, actually- yeah, I believe so. Or he was a um, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I know he either set it up and it was his charity, or he was um yeah. a big, huge supporter and patron of the charity. Um, yeah. Either way, you know, he had a lot of affection for the people of Nepal, as we do. We understand that every footstep in that region is um, is only possible with the help of the guides and porters and the people that actually live there in those communities and yeah. provide us with those services and things like that. Um, so, you know, doing what we can to give back to those guys is certainly something that we back and, and dug backed and, you know, stuck stuck with it throughout his entire life and his climbing history. So, yeah, what an amazing what an amazing guy. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Good point. Um, yeah. Cheers for, for bringing that up, David. And uh you know, um, always good to remember that some of our some of our heroes have inspired us to to do what we do now. Um, you know, and he's certainly one of them. But um, yeah, with we've got, got some people live all the way from Kentucky. Welcome. Um, yeah, nice to, to welcome uh, some of our US uh, ever trackers. Yeah, um, as well. But uh, yeah, I should say good morning because it's quite probably quite early in Kentucky right now. Well, good morning or good evening. I don't know how it works. Oh, good night. Yeah. Oh, good night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, actually, yeah, we've, we've got our very own American there, haven't we? Um, she is an American, not an American. So she is, um, yeah, Ali, she's actually managing the comments today. Yeah. Exactly. Um, as you can see here, but yeah, the, um, just going back, uh, to the power banks, we have put the link in there. That's, that's the kind of one that Dave, I know you've got, I know Jerome's used, I've got uh, a couple, and I will copy. There's another link I'll chuck in here as well, which is actually for the power adapters. So, yeah, someone's asked there, I think, um, uh, someone asked about, um, you know, power adapters for, it's quite a long link, actually, that one. But, yeah, um, (laughs) that's a beast of a link. I think that's longer than the actual track itself. But, uh, yeah, with uh, with regards to plug adapters in Nepal, you can either use one of the sort of universal adapters. Now, there's a bit of a caveat with this. All the universal travel adapters I've used, you still have a bit of an issue in the port uh, because of the way that the plugs use. So you can leave that to one side and get one in the port. That's an option. You can just get it in um, in Tamil. Yeah, uh, there's heaps of places you can get one, but you can. Um, it's a bit jiggy, but there's um, some some of the power adapters you'll see like a two prong, um, which I think you use through a lot of Europe, and that does fit with a bit of a jiggy jiggy uh, in the hotels so yeah some of the hotels now that we, we um, especially in Kathmandu they've got they they are switching over to usb charging um you know in the rooms so that'll be good but on the trek you know if you're looking to charge if you do have a universal power adapter just bear that in mind that it does take a little bit of jiggy jiggy um even if uh, you've got one that says it'll work uh, yeah. yeah i found um, the harder uh, sorry to interrupt me but i think we might yeah. duck out um, because Ali has actually now met someone else from um, California. So um, oh, okay. I think this is now their forum um, for them to talk <laughs> about the Bay Area, living in Cali. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Already, I haven't seen Ali use the word rad since I've met her. She meets another Californian and it's like, yo, rad. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, oh, hey, Brooke. Brooke's here as well. Um, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Brooke. I was watching uh, this morning when I came in. I watched, um, I don't know why, I just needed, um, I was sometimes for motivation in the mornings. I watched the uh, Kilimanjaro the long way this morning uh, for 10 minutes, Brooke. So, yeah, I saw your beautiful face on our TV in the office. And, uh, yeah, just watching the, the track just to, um, you know, it's always good to get a bit of motivation. Yeah, um, love Brooke. Yeah, she's um, she tr she's trying really hard to get good at running. Um, so I've taken her to school <laughs> a few times. And, um, yeah, like uh, I remember she was so unfit on Killy. I had to kind of like drag her up there, you know. But she's doing well now. She is doing well. She's. I, uh, I can feel the slap on the back of my head already. From <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, if you're on track, you could probably get away with a Dave with a banter, but um, she's yeah, no, Brooke's an absolute savage. She's um, <laughs> she's, uh, she's yeah, she's she's an absolute savage when it comes to like endurance and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. So, um, what do, uh, what, what, what can we talk about, and where can we dip uh, in? I mean, there's lots of other little ancillary items, isn't it? Head torches. Um, yeah, I've got a little list here. So we've gone through yeah, cameras, GoPros. I, I think we, we've talked about power banks, but I think while we're talking about power, let's talk about solar chargers because we've, um, we've, we've had a few questions that come out about solar chargers. And, uh, you know, there's there's a big range of, uh, you know, you can get ones for £20, you can get ones for, you know, sometimes for £1,000. To be honest, I've never used one that works that well on uh, in, in, in their altitude. Um, which is nuts because you know that with the, with the thinner air, you should get you know you get more UV rays. You think okay, it charge better. For some reason, I've not found a, a decent one. Um, Cloud coverage, I think, isn't it? It's too intermittent. Yeah, it's intermittent. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can um, you can get get away with it. But I've known that I've left one out the entire day before. Um, you know, and I I paid about sort of 120 quid for for that one. I'm kind of struggling to recall the the make, but it didn't work that well. And I've just if you go into, uh, I mean, just if we're talking about Nepal here, uh, you know, if you go in on, say, a two-week trip, um, you know, that to me is two power banks. Um, and that'll last you pretty much the entire route. Um, you know, if you go in longer than that, maybe if you go on a, to Island Peak or Mera Peak or you go on one of our longer trips, like um, Three Peaks, Three Passes, uh, maybe the ultimate Island Peak trip, um, which is like 20 to 21 days you know, you might need to sort of charge every now and again. But those power banks, you know, they're very, very – I'd, I'd rather spend money on them than on a solar charger that says it charges, but I know it, it's it's not the best. Unless yeah. you're willing to spend a lot of money and they're heavy, um, you know, because I know a lot of the expeditions use them at base camp, um, and, and they're different. They're they're probably more commercial solar chargers. Yeah. So they are a bit more reliable. I, I wouldn't waste your money. Go for the yeah. power banks instead. The other thing is as well, when you do buy a power bank, you can use them all year round wherever you are. Being in Wales, a solar bat, a solar thing is just going to sit in most of the year and then come out, you know, on the one on the odd occasion. But um, yeah, yeah. Personally, I think I've tried lots of different ways to get power. It's one of those things where you know, bringing the power because a lot of people like to go away and they like to switch off, have like a even like a digital detox. They just go there for themselves. That's yeah. fine. I think at least having one power bank gives you the option. You know, we're all we're, like what I like to have when I go out there is just the option to like power my phone and take photos and make notes and maybe send a few messages home. And certainly the vast majority of people <laughs> that I've come into contact with feel the same. So I think, you know, it's a really good idea um, to have. Oh, one, uh, Amanda Joy is uh, Amanda Joy Hilton as I said um, smartwatches as well. Yeah. Good point, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good point. 
Um, we um, before we get on smart uh, torches, uh, yeah. So solar panels, we go for the the head torches. I think um, is is some things that you know we we recommend on on all of our trips really, just because you you kind of there are trips that where you'll be hiking either early morning or through the night, like Kilimanjaro um, or even like Aconcagua. But um, also as well, uh, you know, if you know you, you've had a long day, I know we've had some delays go back a couple of years. And because of weather, we haven't arrived, um, you know, into Lukla until the afternoon. So then you're still walking, um, you know, in the night sometimes. So, yeah, it's always handy to have a head torch. Um, I know that Petzl, Black Diamond are probably the ones we look at. You've got the Petzl mm. Tika, which is me. I've got three of them, um, and they've always been really good. I think, Dave, we, we, we've talked about this, that some people say, oh, yeah, what lumens would you use? What, what specifics like that? And to be honest, as long as you can see where you're going. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the you know a helicopter light. You know, it, as long as it works, it could be something that you buy a head torch that you buy in a garage for ten pounds. As long as it works, as long as the batteries are charged, as long as you've got some light, there shouldn't be an issue on on the on the on the treks like that. I mean, okay, some night on Killy, you know, you need one that's reliable. We've always got some backups anyway, but yeah, I don't think you have to spend heaps and heaps no, of money. And to be honest with you, if there's a load of you like going up Kilimanjaro, say, and, yeah. uh, and you've got one of those that's like a, a, a football stadium floodlight attached to your forehead, it's actually a little bit annoying for everyone else um, because every time you turn yeah. your head, you're going to blind people. Yeah. Um, and it also makes their torches redundant if they're stood next to you because they're just such a big <laughs> light. But um, yeah, personally, I use a black diamond one. I've never really bothered to, like Andy said, about worrying about, you know, how many lumens and stuff it's got. You just need a cone of light so you can look where you're going. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, you don't you don't need nothing like crazy. Like uh, I saw one person had this. Um, I think it was designed for like a bike or something, which was like 2000 lumens, which is just crazy. <laughs> you know, I think my black diamond is around 400. Yeah, um, but it's got settings where you can like t dial it down or dial it up. Um, yeah, and you're probably going to want to make sure you get some batteries, some spare batteries or rechargeable yeah. batteries for those as well. Um, because the last thing you want when you're halfway up is to like have the batteries just sort of like blink out and die on you. So yeah, I always carry some extra batteries in my pack as well with the for the head torch. Yeah, um, and it's good and with um with the Tika as well. Just to let you know the Petzl Tika, which I use, um, it is USB chargeable. So again, you can plug it into your power bank again. So, you know, that good old power bank has many uses. Um, yeah, with smartwatches then, I know we, we're going to talk briefly on it. Dave, um, I know we've, we've all, we've had, well, between me and you, we've probably had most of them. Well, yeah, I'm a little bit like a few years. When it comes to that type of tech, I am a degenerate. Like, I will spend the money on it. Um, so I've had, I've had both Sunto and Garmin are pretty much the main two that I've used. Yeah. Um, I've not tried anything by like Fitbit or the Apple Watch or anything, but I'm sure they're very good, although they're more broad ranging, not necessarily sort of sport motivated. Um, so I had the Sunto 9 was the last one. And then I've, I've recently just, well, I say recently, last year, I've owned the um, uh, Phoenix uh, 6. Is that the 6? Uh, yeah, the Solar 5. Yeah, the Pro Solar one, which is brilliant because it's got so many different like sort of, to be honest, I'm never going to be at a stage in my life where I use 100% of like the functionality of these watches. Because yeah. some of them are like that, you can go so such a deep dive into the data. But actually, this one's really light on my wrist. It's got loads of functionality for all the different sports. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that it does gain an extra few days from solar charging. So um, just throughout the day, it's not one of those things you've got to hang your wrist out the window. But just being out and about, and you will gather some more, which can make the difference between it lasting maybe a trip or falling slightly short. But yeah, I mean, I love these. Uh, almost like a nostalgia thing. You know what people say: if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen. 
well, you know, you can record your you can record yeah, your whole trips. But um, even now, I still look back at like my first ever um, EBC trip, which is on Strava. Yeah, um, my watch actually died two days before the end, but I've got all the way up and most of the way down. Um, yeah, and I love it. I love looking back at it and just seeing the ruin, seeing where I went, and you know, comparing yeah. it from one to another. I don't know what it is. There's something about data <laughs> when you actually done <laughs> something. It's um, really, well, uh, really interesting. It is, you know, part of that reminiscing, isn't it? And you're right. Like I've, I've moved over to Garmin. I was Sunto for years. I think I, I used to do a lot of scuba diving. So Sunto, uh, you know, I, all my dive computers were Sunto. So you know, coming over to the, you know, the hike in the mountaineering side, then I was drawn to Sunto because I, I kind of trusted them. But over time, I've, I've kind of moved over to Garmin. Um, battery life is nowhere near as good as Sunto, in my opinion. But the features uh, and the usability of it seem to be better. Um, I had the Sunto Ambit Two, I think it was the first time I went to base camp. Yeah. Um, then I then they had the Ambit Three, which is really good. And I've got the Fenix 5. I know people have got the Fenix 5X. Dave, you've got the Fenix 6. I think yeah. all of these, I talked to, um, uh, like, Stephen Jones, part of Aim Hire, um, who looks after us, or Winter Skills, really nice bloke um, up in uh, Snowdonia National Park. And, um, you know, he, he he sort of reminds me all the time, these are great tools, but don't forget your old map and compass. This is good. This is good technology. You know, this is all good, but don't always rely on it. Um, you know, have uh, it's good as backup. But it's good then to have, um, you know, a couple of things, uh, you know, just yeah. in case. But, you know, I, I use this when I play golf uh, because that, that's the thing with Garmin. It's got a lot of – it is a bit more broad range than Sunto. Yeah. But yeah, if you go to Killy, doing a trek, uh, Everest Base Camp, Machu Picchu, Tupacal, Aconcagua, any of these um, that we've talked about today, um, you know, would would be just fine. And they're all, like, like Dave said. Yeah. You well, can look up to Strava and everything. It's brilliant. Well, I loved my Sunto. It's just that it didn't have as much in the terms of like, like this one here has got like the oxygen monitor and stuff like that. I know, I know it's not 100% accurate, but it is within like a few points. So, you know, what I, what I think this gives me is like ballpark information because yeah. it gives you like your heart rate and stuff. And I know to get a proper reading that you need a chest strap really ideally but this it gives you a ballpark figure of where your performance is and i get um at the moment i got 21 days left on this um and that's because i have a few sensors turned on all the time so you can probably see like there's a green light flashing nice um if you turn all that off i can get over 30 days on it um so the battery actually on these modern ones is incredible um pretty good isn't it with the, with the batteries and again uh, you know i know that uh, like these are both usb chargeable uh, excuse me um, you can charge them off your power bank again. We we'll go back to power banks. I don't think we're ever going to stop talking about power banks, Dave. No. So when we talk about uh, in the build up to Christmas, it's uh, yeah, it's a nice little stocking filler. I've got Dave. Dave Clifton says, "Get Talkie Toaster mapping for the Garmin." Talkie Toaster is a Red Dwarf reference, so um, regardless really? of how good it is at mapping, I think I'm going to get it. Um, love a bit of Red Dwarf, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, when we're talking about power banks as well, the one thing I yeah. didn't know with the GoPro and is that you need to bring some spare batteries for it as well, right? Because you I ordered a spare battery, especially if you want to film in like the 4K, because I know I had the Hero 4, which was the first one to do 4K. I put it in 4K and I didn't even get to Namshi and it was dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you've, you've got to be, yeah, you've got to have uh, plenty of, of juice. Um, again, you can you can link it to the, to the power bank. Um, but yeah, with GoPro, I've got I've always got a couple of spare batteries. I mean, because I I do a lot of skiing uh, during the winter as well in the Alps, and it's um yeah you know if you're filming where you're going and stuff, and Dave like yourself, you know if you're on the bike, 
you know um on some downhills and stuff and you know it'll run out really quick if you if you're using it on 4k yeah um yeah definitely so yeah uh good old power um it's all about power these days isn't it i know uh as a as a um civilization we're moving over to electric anyway and everything aren't we well maybe, uh, yeah. you know as, as time moves on so yeah we've uh I think when it comes to power banks, they're always evolve. I mean, even the ones I, I, we put the link in here earlier, you go back three or four years, they were nowhere near as good as they are now. I mean, they're so quick as well. The charging of them is really quick. So, yeah, yeah. power banks. Awesome. Um, what do you want to add? Do you want to answer some questions? Yeah, definitely. I know we've yeah we've gone through um, a bit there for about half hour. But, yeah, we've got some um, – we'll start off with email ones, Dave, is it, and go from there, I think. Yeah, why not? So um, first email, uh, Jim Blues. Uh, yeah. Oh, just about trip insurance. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, after reading posts on the high altitude group uh, page, how are the figures so different between 100 and 450 for an EBC trip? They all say include helicopter evacuation. Well, Jim, um, the difference could be due to a number of different things. One yeah. is we don't know exactly what information is being inputted each time. Um, some, If you have like a health condition or anything like that, um, that will pump up the insurance cost like quite considerably. Also, age makes a bit of a difference. Um, so I, normally I pay around about 120 to 130 for a policy. I know my dad, who was 60 odd, paid around, I think, two to 300. Yeah. Um, and he didn't have very much to declare. So just thinking about that, that's just age. And then if you add on sort of different things, also different companies um, and stuff like that, some of them may be way cheaper, but your excess is much higher. So there's a lot of different um you know, variations when it comes to insurance policies. What I say is, uh, you know, shop around and get the cheapest one, but don't, but make sure you're getting a, an adequate level of cover for you as well. Yeah. Not just a helicopter, which is a stipulation for us, but also all the other stuff. So if you are bringing a load of tech, expensive cameras, expensive gadgets and all sort of that, the last thing you want is for them to get lost, stolen or broken and, um, and be left on the hill, you know? So yeah, make sure that you are getting an adequate level of cover. Um, so a lot of people might have that as well you know if they cover like a dslr um yeah. on an adventure travel trip you know that's worth 600 700 pounds then that's going to bump it up as well um okay. so that's the only sort of advice i can give you really yeah and it's and and again you, you mentioned there about helicopter evacuation yeah make sure it includes that um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of travel insurance out there that says they can cover you up to a certain amount but they don't include helicopter evacuation so yeah definitely check uh sorry check um yeah, we do have um, uh, an altitude um, insurance page on our on our knowledge center. Um, Ali, if you're if you're on, mate, if you can copy the link, drop it in, um, just so Jim can can have a little look there. I mean, if um, or you can go into the knowledge center, just search for insurance, and it'll come up for you. Um, yeah, so it's got a few that we recommend there, but it can it can be a big um, a range again, depending on the factors that Dave talked about there um like warren day um again you've you've talked um he goes back to cameras um what are the latest camera phones better the novice trekker um than a professional camera main concern is weight yeah it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the live around the lenses um you know it is it, it does get the, the kilos definitely stack up if you've got two or three lenses and as dave said you know you can you can get some great pictures on on an iphone or android you know is camera technology these days is um yeah, is is really good um yeah so i mean there's there's heaps out there i think you've only got to google what what the kind of best ones are to use i mean personally i've got a, a nikon d5 500 which is uh sort of mid to low level dslr but it you know takes amazing pictures um you know it's really 
sometimes depends on the, the, the lens is is where you get the bulk of your cost yeah um you can have a standard sort of they call it um you know standard lens like 18 to 55 millimeter or you can get say 70 mil all the way up to say 200 millimeter telephoto lens that you can use for sort of long range or, or you can even go back to a wide angle lens it just depends what you want to get out of it um definitely have an all-rounder uh, yeah. and an all-rounder lens that you know they, they can be quite pricey um one you know. one thing i would recommend and above all is um yeah. there's a there's a guy who's just joined the page um his name's james wright <laughs> and james. my understanding is that he actually knows his way around a camera so james. Um, bad james um yeah james james is actually a good friend of ours papa tembo he uh climbed killy with us and he's an he's an amazing photographer that's his yeah. um that's his bread and butter so um yeah uh james prepare for a Angel, i was gonna say you're gonna get bombarded now <laughs> yeah yeah um very good very good uh, uh so, george go on dave yeah uh well george i think you've actually answered um because he was basically mainly concerned about weight and stuff like that as well okay. yeah yeah um, so yeah but one one thing i did jump down which um you or james might know an answer to so okay. lee stevenson one question um he has to do with filming his trek uh, can anyone tell him the best editing software to use, which is also user friendly? I have no earthly idea, Andy. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I know James is definitely going to come in. James, um, I know in terms of video editing software, mate, um, if you can list a couple, that would be awesome. I think off the top of my head, um, it's typical because the last couple of years um, we've had uh, Steve, uh, who's been on our trips with us, who does all of our video editing. But we do use... Um, you know, you've got, uh, was it Adobe Premiere Pure Pro? I think Adobe are really good. Um, uh, you know, there's there's heaps of editing software you can use for them. I think Apple have got some, depends if you've got an iMac. I don't have a, an iMac, but I've got um, an iPhone. And it's already got some, uh, I think it's iMovie, I think is a really good one. Um, but if, uh, <laughs> James, always the, always the funny one. Well, also, uh, no, um, I, I, need to, I need to make a slight correction here. Yeah. Um, Lee Stevenson uh, would want to know um, one question she has to do with filming her tracks. Can anyone help her um, with the best editing software, which is also user friendly for her? Did you say him? Okay. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. Do you know what? I I, I, Sorry, I don't know why I, t I took a pun. I think it's because I know someone who's a L-E-I-G-H. Um, but uh, Lee, I owe you a pint. <laughs> you, uh, you and Karen Bardet. See, I still try and say Bardet. So uh, yeah, at some point I'm going to have to buy you and Karen a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sort of sorry pipes. Oh, <laughs> <But>, yeah, <laughs> great stuff. I'm just going through all the questions. I know some of them we we've kind of um, talked about. Jerome, I know you asked about plug adapters. Obviously, I'll go back to what I said earlier around the uh, the universal ones, and and also you can get them in Nepal, mate. Um, Paul Dewhurst started around solar panels. They waste of money, as I said earlier. Yes, um, Paul. It's yeah. I, I've I've seen too many people say the same thing, just for it to be my mind that I had. And I've used three on tracks. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, invest your money in other things. I think, and you know, who knows? As as time goes on, there might be some good ones over the next couple of years. Maybe we'll test them more, because I, I like to think that they, you know, um, hopefully they can do what they say on the tin. But um, yeah uh good question graham gordon where does the mobile signal stop on the ebc trek Kathmandu or lukla you have a dual sim with unlimited minutes and data global dave i know you've um you, you've spent a little bit of time on this haven't you about 
uh, with regards to testing out different things. But you, I know you, you buy a local sim, right? Is is the best thing? Uh, yeah, I've just noticed uh, Sinead Beard is actually Shona. Um, wow. Well, well, I, I'll be all honest this, with you, right? Right. We, it's, any, it's any sort of Gaelic name that we have trouble with. Like uh, Rasheen was a good friend of ours, you know. Um, I was calling Royson for a while. Um, but yeah, Shona, wow. My God, these pints are adding up. I need to make <laughs> sure that we keep getting it right. Okay, Shona, right. Um, I'll remember that now. Yeah, with regards to, okay, first of all, yeah, the signal on the mountain, actually, I've had signal um, pretty much the whole way up. So I have a Vodafone, yeah. um, and I definitely made calls at base camp, and a few other people did. Um, they still owe me the money for those calls. They were quite expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, so actually, depending on who you go with, you might get signal um, while you're on the mountain as well. It doesn't stop a Kathmandu, definitely not. You'll still get data at Kathmandu as well. Um, when you're in Lukla, you'll definitely get it. And then as you go up, you'll probably get it. But you will lose it at certain spots. It also is quite weather dependent up there. If the weather really comes in, it, it interrupts the transmission. Um, a local sim, you can definitely get one. Um, I know uh, one of our customers, Bry, uh, he bought a local sim with some data on it and was able yeah. to kind of use that. Um, I've not got the lo um, a local sim, but what I do get is... Um, so just, just for a little bit of FYI, so when you're on the mountain, past Nampshi, they all use a shared Wi-Fi network called Everest Link. Um, and you can buy individual cards that give you data. So it's a little scratch card, scratch it off, gives you the password, you log on, and that password will last for X amount of data. Gets quite expensive. Um, but if you get um, in Nampshi, you can buy like a bigger size data card from a telecommunication shop there. Um, and that will last you then the whole trip. So that's what I tend to do um yeah sorry dave i'm still getting um I'm, I'm just reading all the comments from these wonderful names um i can't believe shona you've been called cyanide wow yeah. um, that was toxic conversation uh but yeah uh we're gonna wow. remember these. we're gonna remember these dave sorry mate i was uh, i was just going through all the comments there yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah you're right with regards to the signal it can be a bit intermittent i've um one thing i have looked at over the last sort of week or so just because, um, you know, I do go off on my own quite a bit hiking and I've, I've been thinking of getting like a sat phone. They're not cheap. You know, they're sort of three, four hundred pounds at least for the, you know, base level ones. But um, something to think about as well. Uh, and again, if you're only going to, say, Everest Base Camp, um, you know, once, uh, you know, I'd love to say you're going back. But if you are coming on, you know, some remote trips it, uh, more uh, as time goes on, uh, might be worth thinking about getting one. Just so, you know, if you want to call home and, and things like that. Um, the research I've done recently, I think we're going to get going to get some for um, some of the groups if we can. I'd like to get one personally, trial it out, and then you know who knows we might actually use that um, on some of our trips. I mean, at the moment, in terms of signal, obviously in Nepal, all of our guides carry their own phones, which are you know is in Nepal. Uh, they're not international, um, you know, for emergencies things like that. Um, you know, the same in in sort of Tanzania, South America, Africa. Um, you know, so yeah, something to think about with that. But you know, Wi-Fi, these places that we we visit um, in in the Kumbu region, especially, there's there's plenty of Wi-Fi to, to go around. Yeah, um, so, especially um, if, you've got, if you've got people like Bry who uh, hooks up to the, he's got a little Wi-Fi dongle. Then you know, become friends with someone like Bry. Yeah. Um, so Ash Dixon has actually raised quite an important one to answer, really. So hi yeah. guys, it's a small 4K high def video drone that fits yeah. into his backpack, small and light. Would it be possible to bring to EBC <laughs> people and trackers? Um, or would it be frowned upon by the locals? Very, very, very frowned upon. So it's not just the locals, uh, really. It's more the it's the 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 
the rules basically set by the government uh yeah. you are not allowed to bring any type of drone into the area and fly it. um huge huge fines for doing so um and you know could be the end of your trip potentially if they don't allow you to go any further the reason being is quite a good reason so helicopters up there are not like over here where they're flying yeah. on very controlled areas they're like taxis that use the air like roads we don't know when they're coming if you have a drone in the air and stuff like that you might not even see or hear one if it's coming towards you at the mist so it's quite um quite a sort of big big no-no to use a drone you have to get a permit and the permit is many 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 thousands of dollars i mean could could be tens of thousands yeah. and it's normally only granted to like big film productions documentary movies and stuff like that so they can control the air traffic around it so the one thing i would say ash is um yeah leave the drone at home um yeah it's definitely not worth risking it or taking it um because you won't be able to use it yeah it's it's one of those things because because i wanted to, to take take some up there and get some really good video footage but yeah unless you're the bbc or you've got some big uh, documentary getting filmed um you know you uh yeah it's going to be a challenge um i think uh, i think it was jerome asked about the online shop just to just to sort of see as just what's on top of my top of my mind there it's been something that's been a development for a while the one on the website what we decided to do because we've had quite a lot of tech issues with it we're not going to lie um it's kind of on pause in terms of the developments there but what we've done in terms of um you know some of our evertrekker stuff like t-shirts hoodies we've kind of created one sort of off-site if you like um you know it's all good it's all uh, you know we, we've kind of looked at it because it's nice and easy we realize that people want to get some stuff so i'm actually going to share you a link if anyone wants to grab a um uh, one of our t-shirts or hoodies before christmas i put a link in there um and you can actually uh, purchase that now uh, we've hooked up with um basically someone who will fulfill that for us so we use a, a little website called um ink threadable i know great play on words and they um i've just put it in there so you can order through our little store there and then it'll get a um you know if you want one of our t-shirts you've got a few different colors the tea you've got the classic black one or pink if you want to wear some pink um you know there you've got some orange blue uh, we've also got our um, hoodie in there as well. So, yeah, just have a look, guys. I've put the link here um, in the comments. Um, have a look if you want to grab one of our T-shirts, if you want to grab one of our hoodies. I will be putting more stuff on there over the next couple of days, um, you know, things like mugs, things like that, if you want one pre-Christmas, um, you know, any little Christmas gifts. And then you can actually, um, yeah, grab yourself one of them. And, yeah, it's just because of the tech issues, really, on the website. We we didn't want it to cause other issues, which are, i'd say more important but you know the the trip side so we've actually created this on the side um you know for the time being and once the other one is up and running then we'll obviously put that in your members area and you can do that but at the moment um yeah this is what you can do um the other one which is around the technical gear so the things uh, you can buy as you as you know if you've been part of our community we've been uh, sort of partnered up with cotswold outdoor still working on the tech side of that again um it's taken longer than planned and you know we're not although we're into tech um it's it's not an easy build so yeah that's taking time um but in the interim obviously you've got your 15 percent discount uh, in your members area with cotswold outdoors don't don't uh, forget about that um but yeah the the actual ones with regards to the technical gear again isn't up and running but in the interim you know we've got those we're going to be putting other things on there caps um i think mary just uh, uh marie's just um, mary that's a point <sighs> that's a point but yeah that's a point. It's be expensive these lives you know, <laughs> know yeah. <laughs> um but in the interim guys you know we know christmas is coming up and uh, you know if you want to grab 
you know, obviously I love the fact that um, anyone wants to wear, you know, Evertrek stuff. It means a lot. And, uh, you know, we love that you're supporting us. Um, you know, it's been a been a challenging year, but it's also in our eyes, it's been a great year. Um, you know, we've grown the Yetis team. You know, we, we can't wait for 2021 to start running trips. But, you know, we're still around. We're still here. We're, we're doing these lives and we're super excited. So, yeah, if you want to um, grab any of our uh, merch, um, jump on that link there and grab yourself a little T-shirt. Yeah. Um, right, Dave, uh, whatever one's on the um, the list, mate. So let's have a quick look. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah. Mark Van Rossum, as you go in, Marky boy, has hey, said uh, a date on the Evertrek down jacket delivery date. Well, yeah. actually, uh, we have an update. Like, literally, the schedule is finish this live, contact Nepal for an update. We know that um, over there, obviously, there, there's a lot of um, socially distancing and isolation going on, just like there is over here, which, um, you know, as, as mean that they're not going to be as like as quick as they would be because there's not as many people doing it as there should be. But, um, yeah, we are going to have an update after this. And then I believe um, Andy's going to be sending out an email to everybody um, with like, yeah. ET stuff like that. So, um yeah. I think, yeah, just to, just just we're on, and, you know, in all transparency, guys, you know, we want to let you know what's happened and, and where we are. We're going to get a nice little update, but, you know, uh, fingers crossed, um, we're, we're, we're hoping to do it before Christmas because, you know, that's what we were we were sort of looking at. Um, as always, it's challenging at the moment. I just uh, noticed um, my, my gut feeling is is that it might not be, um, you know, and I want to, you know, we'll see with that. We're going to have a chat. Hopefully, we might get some some decent news, but... You know, we'll we'll see how it goes, and um, you know, might be over the Christmas period, not necessarily before Christmas, but we will double check. Yeah. Um, you know, because this is something that is, um, you know, is a little little fundraiser. Um, you know, the production side of it uh, in Nepal, um, yeah, they're not not the fastest, unfortunately. We've we've tried to be as quick as we can, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, um, obviously we'll we'll try and get one to you guys as soon as we can. As always, you know, um, we're here to make it happen as quick as we can. But yeah, um, we'll we'll definitely update you guys um, probably later this afternoon. Awesome, yeah. Matt and McCollum yeah. posted a link for us. You're going to put Ali out of a job, my friend. Uh, <laughs> very, very helpful. Well, um, James Wright, uh, the old Tembo, has said, um, yeah. uh, "Will we supply water bottles with inbuilt filters?" So we do have a few. Um, if you look just above Andy's head, you'll see that there is a few of them there. No, no, other way, other way, other way. I went out first. That's the old. Uh... Okay, that that that's the that's the that's the prayer wheels, um, but yeah. So uh, we do we do have someone like um like Andy's been saying. You know, we're working. Um, it's remarkably sort of um, difficult to kind of get an infrastructure and hold stock and get everything all set up. You know, we thought it would be um, yeah, building all that in and getting the store ready and stuff. But yeah, we do have them. They're right above Andy's head. I don't know which way he's facing for you guys. It's north of my head. Yeah, north of it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And uh, as soon as as soon as we can, stuff like that, caps, mugs, all of that stuff will be uh, sent out into the world. You know, it's uh, it means a lot as well. I can't wait to the day when I see a stranger wearing like an Evertrek t-shirt or something. I'm going to run up to him and take a picture. <laughs> well, I've seen that before because I remember I had an Evertrek jacket stolen. Um, I think it was this time last year, and um, I'm wondering where if someone's wearing that around Cardiff. And you know, I hope they're promoting us very well. Because it was it was a nice free expensive jacket, but uh, yeah, no, it's always great to see um, you know see the the, the brand out there. Um, especially I see all the social media posts and people got our neck buffs and t-shirts and yeah, it really makes us um, you know proud that people are, are using the brand and being a part of our community. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, big thanks for for me to everyone really who, who does that. Yeah. Uh, right, Dave. Any more? I know we've uh, we've had a we've had a few. It's I can't believe the the time actually. Um, 
David Cliffs asked about Evertrek mug. Uh, yeah, David, um, they will be available in the store over the next couple of days. Uh, again, in the link, I'll be sharing this link quite a lot um, over the next couple of days anyway, and then putting separate links on the Facebook page um, and also email just to, you know, to make sure everyone's got that. We don't want you guys to miss out. Uh, uh, Gavin uh, Skevington has said, any talk or rumblings on the Insider? um on how spring treks are looking for next year well the inside is actually the same as the outside we let you know as soon as we do and um yeah at the moment yep. um we are going full steam ahead for spring yep. um so we don't have any sort of alarming news um that we're not going to be able to do it um you know we don't want to say to within a hundred percent guarantee because as 2020 has taught us that you know 100% guarantee doesn't really exist, but all the information we have is very positive. We're going ahead like spring is happening because we believe it to be so. Um, so all of the people that are booked on, all of you guys, um, yeah, your spring trips in 2021 will be going ahead. Um, and we will keep you updated. Um, like I said, the inside is the same as the outside. If we know something, we put it out straight away to you guys. Um, so yeah, you'll know as soon as I do if anything changes. But at the moment, yeah, prepare for spring, mate, because you're, you're going. Yeah, definitely is. You know, it's been a it's been a crazy year. Um, you know, two almost well, two big seasons hampered. Um, you know, which has has been a challenge. But um, we're now uh, we've seen a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, really, which is fantastic. And obviously, I know, you know, in the UK especially, and again and again, I know there's people here who are watching from from other places around the world. But uh, I know the UK, it's a bit mad because there's a lot of different rules, a lot of different things happening depending on where you live. Um, you know, which you know. There's different opinions on that. Um, you know, it can be a bit nuts, but you know, we're 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 here to make things happen as and when you know you you guys can go and hopefully that's the spring, um, you know, early next year. Um, that's what we're working towards right now anyway, and we'll update you with any uh, updates on that. Um, but nice one, yeah. A, a lot of people are leaving now. I know it's uh, we we've been nattering on a bit. Um, anything else, Dave? You want to share before we leave? Um, only that. Um... Yeah, thank you very much. This has been an awesome year of Evertrek Live. We still have one more to go, um, but no, um, the jackets for the for the guides again, they're they're still um, they're still available to to get some. Yes. Um, you know, I think you guys have been absolutely awesome in helping us do that and um, supporting the guys out there. So I know from myself, and I know I speak for all the guys back in Nepal as well, that they're so appreciative and humbled and overwhelmed by all the support of the Evertrekker community. Um, yeah. It's something that you guys should be incredibly proud of. Um, I know we are. Um, and if, if you still want to get one, you can. Um, all the links, I'm sure Ali will put one up there. That'll be fine. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's pretty much it for me. Obviously, you know, if anyone has a tech question or anything like that, drop us an email. Always happy to put some time aside to talk about uh, kit, you know. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the live today. Um, but yeah, we shall we'll, we'll see you next Tuesday, 100%. And that'll be that'll be the last one before Christmas. Um, we're actually the office is closed after the uh, it's closed at the end of the seventeenth. Oh, I get time off. You get time off, Dave. Yeah, you get wow. some time off. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's um, yeah. So anything uh, you need, uh, let us know. Um, we'll obviously be available anyway. Um, we never really sort of switch off, but we're usually here. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely catch you next week. Oh, Shane, man, where were you? Shane's just turned up as we're going. Twelve thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah watch a recording all the best see you next week Shane yeah cheers guys bye bye awesome so I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast um, yeah that was something a little bit different wasn't it from the Tuesday tune in but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it I must say you were brilliant on that episode and <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thanks mate thanks now if, uh, if you've enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast um, you know all these uh, podcasts we put together the episodes try to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um, and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah all the best guys bye <laughs>